Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. Let's have a look at this woman we're looking for. Now I am telling you, go through the Gospels as a woman and you'll discover what you're looking for and what you need to pray for. When I'm preaching about the woman, and this is Women's Month, it's for men also. So it's a women's conference this month, but the men are invited. Then God said, let us make man. Now, you know, in modern term, man, it, when you speak about a man, you're speaking about a male. That's not what it is. It's a matured spiritual being. There's both male and female in the man. You with me? That's the person that's made in the image of Almighty God. She's made in the image of Almighty God. She's not inferior to you. Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let the male have dominion. Oh, oh, the scripture says, let them. Ladies, just now just say, they're speaking about you this morning. Because them is us, every one of us, let them, both male and female, let them have dominion over the fish of the seas. Let, let them have dominion over their husband. No, let them have dominion. There's no, there's no human being in that dominion space. Let them have do, dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all and every creeping thing. So, so only you have dominion over creeps. So God created man, this is male and female, in his image. You don't come from a monkey. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. And God blessed them. So the man's not only blessed, the woman is also blessed. And God said to them, how many times does she hear that? Not to him, not to her. Them. Be fruitful. The first command. And multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion. Not over your husband, not over your wife. You must submit to me. No, you need to die like Christ died for his church. Over the birds of the air and every living thing that moves on the earth. So the command and the, the mission that we're on is if you are looking for anything in a woman and in, even in your wife, it's there. The command was to be fruitful. This is my series this season. The series is called Be Fruitful. Everybody shout that. Say be fruitful. You're not going to help me this morning? It's Women's Month. I don't want to say a word. Okay. So the first thing, word God gave man was not worship. And it was not praise. It, many people have different def definitions of why you were born. God left no confusion. 
The first programming in every single one of us is to be fruitful. Let them be fruitful. It's an official order. It is a mandate to do something. It's God's authorization upon your life. God's not left it with any kind of presumption. We're not moving in presumption. Because what God says we are, we are. And your mandate for life has been authorized by the source. Not get a job. Not buy a car and brag about it. That's got nothing to do with fruitfulness. It's one thing to think you are something, but it's quite another to be something. And when you look at someone who is being fruitful, you, you, there's no doubt in your heart and in your mind, that's what you want. There's no confusion about it. So, there are a couple of things that God's intention has laid for us. And there are many opinions that people have of why they're on the earth. And some people believe that they were made for heaven. And others feel that, you know, there's various reasons of why people believe that they were sent to the earth. Psalms 115 verse 16 makes it abundantly clear that if God wanted you in heaven, He would have made you there. The heaven, even the heavens belong to who? they the Lord's. But the earth, He has given to who? The children of men. So you are here for a reason. And it's the same reason why when you get born again, you don't die and go to heaven because that's not what you were created for. You were sent to the earth for one reason only, is to be fruitful. So God tells us why He created man, and you were not created for heaven. You're helping me this morning. You're being fruitful. That's very good. All right. Praise the Lord. Little high, but uh, there we go. Okay, sounds okay. Keep working it until we get it right. All right. So many people are looking for dominion. Everybody's looking for dominion. And I want you to know this today. Please make note of this. If you follow the order of God, you don't go looking for dominion. Your life automatically becomes that. It manifests dominion. Just follow the order of God. He said, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. So, God has got a clear way of getting you to where you need to be if you follow this instruction this morning. And you as a mother, you as a single woman, every, every girl, if you understand this this morning, your life will never be the same again. You'll come in and become all that God has called you to be because this creature, after God spoke to every other tree to be fruitful, He spoke to this creature and he said, be fruitful. But this creature was going to be different to any other creature. Both male and female, he says, they were both going to be fruitful. What does it mean? It means to grow, to blossom, to pr and to produce. It means to be productive. So please type this out. Maybe you want to tweet it. Your love for God does not guarantee a productive life. Just because you love God does not mean that you're being productive for the kingdom of God. You're looking for a woman that is productive. More than babies. My mother had nine. And my father did not believe in any kind of 
And she was fruitful. But let's get into this because I'm going to give you and show you that there are six more things than a fruitful, more than a fruitful womb that every woman should have. So firstly, the word be is an active word. It's a verb. It's a force and it's a command. It's something that when you look at someone's life, you'll know for certain that this person is fruitful for the kingdom of God. Not just Monique who's pregnant, but you can know that she's fruitful. But there's something else about somebody who's not even pregnant with a baby, but they're pregnant on purpose. Because firstly, this word be is going to make a demand on your potential. Yes, secondly, this word be is also a calling of something into existence, that which he has invested into you. When God says be, it's because already inside of me is the potential to produce. It's God calling you into that place. Number three, it's a command to be fruitful. That means it's not negotiable, it's not amendable, it's not adjustable, it's not amenable. You cannot change that instruction for your life. You cannot change that instruction. The command was to be fruitful. Somebody said that anybody who's not fruitful attracts curses. Shoo, it's quiet. Let's go beyond the understanding about this because I want to move you into Proverbs 31 and I want to show you some things of what this woman should look like. So there is the fruit of the womb, but I've listed six more. To bring you into a place of what a man is looking for, number one. Just hold on with that. And even if he doesn't come. And even if the babies don't come. And even if you're single. There is something about you that God is making a demand upon your life. That's calling into existence. Something that doesn't exist yet in this earth and it's found in you. There's something about your life that is going to change. If, even if you're Mary, Mary, what you're carrying is going to change the world. You might not be carrying Jesus and you will not be carrying Jesus to change the whole world. But you will be carrying something on the inside of you to change your world. So... We, we want to know what a real man looks like. He's found in the Gospels. We want to know what a real woman looks like. And she's found in Proverbs 31. But it's connected to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. So what are we trying to do? I'm here trying to raise up a, a generation and put together a template. So that a generation ra being raised up, a man knows what he's here for. A woman knows what she's here for. And when you get married, you know exactly, even if you're dating, what questions to ask. At least you'll have some template and something that you can look at and say, but honey, this is what we're striving for. This is what we're looking for. I am telling you now, your social media, Instagram accounts and all that, hips, lips and fingertips, is not enough, man. 
There's going to have to be some kind of substance on the inside of you that this man says, I want to marry this girl. This is the girl for my future. This is the one that I'm going to be connected with. Come on. Because I'm telling you, you're going to need more after that balloons have popped and that sex night you've had. You're going to need a little more than that to get that marriage moving. So number one is the fruit of the womb. Here's the first thing you need. So Psalms 127 verse 3. Behold, children are heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. So that being fruitful, it becomes a reward. Your children in your home and in your life, they become a blessing because they come from God. So behold, children are heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has his squiver full of them. My father was very happy. Not really. We were broke. So the man that is happy is not just you got children. It's that your children are living life on purpose. There are quivers in your arrow. Because if you can't direct your children in their destiny and into their purpose, don't have babies. Because they are here for a purpose. They are here for a reason. You need to know the reason why you name them the way you name them. You need to know the reason why they were born. You need to know the gifting on the inside of them. You need to pray for them in a way and say you're not going to go wayward. You're going to go in the direction that God has got for you and your destiny. This is your gift. This is your name. And this is the reason why you were born. And I am telling you now... As a woman of God, I'm going to stand right here until you become all that God has called you to be. Shout an amen in this church. What's the point of having babies if you can't direct them? Your children should not be ashamed. They shall speak with their enemies in the gate. You train them up. We'll deal with gates. Glory be to God. So, number one is the fruit of the womb. Let me give you the list because I'm not going to finish this sermon today. But I want you to know we're going to continue this next week. And we're going to move on to some things. But I, throughout the Bible, you want to find a woman that is actually becoming all that God has called her to be and making a difference in the world. Have a look at these seven places that every woman should be fruitful in. Here's your list. Number one is the womb. It gives you children. Number two is the fruitful mind, which produces ideas. Number three is eyes that produces vision. Number four is fruitful lips that gives you words. She speaks the right words. Number five, hands. She produces products. Number six is feet. That's where her faith stands. Number seven is the spirit. She has the character and the fruit of the spirit. We can go home. That's a mouthful. Let's get into some detail. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 19. You've got the fruit of the womb. Let's get into the mind. Because as you study Proverbs 31, you're going to discover something about this woman that is so powerful. Year, O earth, behold, I will certainly bring calamity on this people. The fruit of their thoughts, because they have not heeded my words, nor my law, but rejected them. 
So I want you to know this morning that after your womb and you, you've got your babies or even before you have your babies, the fruit, your brain produces children too. Not all those children come from God because you got your own ideas of what you want to do. This Proverbs 31 woman that we're speaking about and in the series, listen to this Proverbs 31 woman in Proverbs 31 verse 18. This woman's mind is only stayed on the kingdom of God. That's the first thing about this woman. She perceives that the merchandise is good. And a lamp does not go out by night. She's got a different agenda, this woman. She's concerned. Her thinking is different to any other woman's thinking. Her mind is consumed with the purposes and the plan of God. She's a kingdom woman. You should study her life, you'll discover her focus is not simply to make money. It's getting quiet in this. Presbyterian church this morning but in her is the fear of the Lord this is what I heard yesterday in our session with Dr. Bridges so powerful he said anyone who is in business to make money cannot be trusted you can't trust somebody who comes into business just to make money because they're going to violate values to get there and when they do get there they'll throw God out because they got their thing I don't trust anybody that's in it just because of money this woman when you study her life she's on a kingdom assignment her mind is consumed because what is the number one thing this woman fears the Lord and so her focus is the kingdom you see Dr. Miles said it is that when the purpose of a thing is lost Abuse is inevitable. Do you know why you're in business? You're trying to prove a point to the world. You're trying to get into, you know, buy your bags and, and go overseas and, so that you can have an Instagram photograph. And you'll get married to a guy or get the guy coming with you and there's he running around by the Eiffel Tower with a bag in his, in your bag in his hand to take your photographs. They're called Instagram husbands. Like whatever it takes, you abuse your life, God's purpose. Anytime your agenda goes first. This Proverbs 31 woman has got one agenda only. Her mind is consumed with a whole lot of things, but the fear of the Lord is central to all of it. Your purpose for being in business, number one, must be to advance the kingdom of God. If that's not your agenda, you are on the wrong bus. And I know it's just a matter of time when that thing's going to crash again. I've watched, I've been on this road for many, many years. Prayed for great people with great gifts and, and the like. And you watch every time they get into trouble, they come, they get prayer. God delivers them. The money comes in. And then when the money comes in, they go. Then they come back again and say, well, let God, let's start again. If you lose sight of the kingdom, if the kingdom is not first, you are in trouble already. 
You cannot be in this thing for money. You can't be baking your own thing in the kingdom of God. You must be serving the purposes of heaven. You've got to make sure that the kingdom is your number one priority. It cannot be money. The devil will drag you your whole life chasing after money. But when you come into the kingdom of God, come on, clap your hands all ye people. Get into the kingdom, make it your priority so that your life will find meaning in it. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom which becomes the driving force of your life. Proverbs 31 verse 30. Watch this woman. She's not interested in making sure her bag, her, 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 her Louis Vuitton bag is first. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. So, number one is that if, if this doesn't function yet, my babies are not here yet, my husband's not here yet, this woman still has the kingdom as the number one priority. Watch now. Number, number three we're on to. So, the way I've designed this thing is that every woman in the morning, you're going to wake up and we know that you've got to go and wash your face and brush your teeth. And when you start to dress up in the morning and you blow drying that hair, the blow dryer and the combing of your hair should be, God, let my mind be fixed upon the purposes of God. This is the way it's going to be. You wake up in the morning and say, Lord, let my thoughts line up with what your will is for my life today. Because not every thought that I'm thinking is producing the life that you're calling me to. Because my mind produces children. But I'm asking you this morning that your thoughts become my thoughts. Uh, that I become agreeable with what your will is, my God. Let my thinking align up with kingdom agenda. Let my mind be stayed upon you this day. There's perfect peace uh, for those whose minds uh, are stayed upon you. Is someone going to begin to believe the Lord this morning that your life can produce children for the kingdom of God. It's thoughts and ideas. And please, I want to say this to somebody today. Money does not rule the world. Thoughts and ideas do. If your thinking comes right, your life will come right. Because your feet, now watch, this woman's getting dressed. She's getting dressed. Her hair, she's combing her hair. She's thinking on God's thoughts for the day. She's commanding her day. Her mind is bound to the mind of Christ. She has the helmet of salvation. She has a sound mind. She's not going to lose her mind. No, 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 no. no I don't care what's happening around me. I'm going to have a stable mind. A sound mind is going to be my portion. Everybody shout amen. She's not confused. None of these places do you talk about her feelings. Because if you follow your feelings, you're in trouble. Because when it's that time of the month, I don't feel like I'm married. And then next week you say, can we speak about that thing you spoke about last week? And how you're so angry. And then, what are you talking about? Because you can't live by your feelings. You've got to make sure that your mind is stayed upon Him. I've just saved someone's marriage. Here's the, th the third thing about this woman. 
She's got eyes. Now you're going to put on your makeup and your eyelashes. But I want you to pray over your eyes. And start to pray about vision. And start to see the vision for your family and for your home. Listen how powerful this woman is. She's busy building things. But it's not for her. She's not trying to prove a point. Because it's women's month. What rubbish, man. You are here fulfilling your purpose. You are not even here to prove a point to your enemies. You are here to fulfill the purpose for which you were born. Come on, everybody. Say no haters. Don't, don't, don't hate. Don't hate. Proverbs 31 verse 23. Listen to this woman's visions. Look what she's looking at. Her husband is in her vision. Because she sees her husband at the gates. What does it mean? Gates are entrance places to the city. It's the place where elders would meet. It's the place where men would have their discussion. She's thinking, whatever I'm doing as a Proverbs 31 woman, this man next to me, you're going to become all that God has called you to be. You will not live a nobody life. You will not live just a a life on the sideline. You're going to hang out with the elders by the gate. You're going to make decisions for the city. You're going to become a man of influence. You're going to become all that God has called you to be. I'm praying for you because I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. Everybody shout. What do you mean you're going to be by the gates? I'm going to be by the gates. Ah-ha-ha. Proverbs 31 verse 28. Look what she's seeing, man. She's seeing her husband. She's not intimidated by him. She doesn't walk around confused. Who wears the pants in this? Whatever. She's secure in who she is. Her children is in her vision. Single ladies, your husband and your children should be in the vision of what you're busy with. That whatever you're building is not for us. It's not for me alone. I've got vision. She's got vision not just for her husband, but she's got vision for the city. Because he's at the gates. He's got, she's got vision for her children. What does the children do? Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Can we thank the Lord for all God-fearing women in this place? Dr. Miles says, the majority of people on earth really have no passion for life because there's no vision in their hearts. Listen to Helen Keller. She lost her vision and hearing after an illness when she was a toddler. She said, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight with no vision. Ladies, where's your vision? You, you, you become fruitful more than just having babies. You become fruitful in your mind. You become fruitful in what you see. You spend so much time in front of that mirror, I see you praying all the while, every time. I prophesy that over you to fresh eyes to mighty name of Jesus that you're going to have vision for the future for your family, for your husband, for your children for the city, for your church all that God has got for you there's more inside of you
Helen Keller helps us understand. Just because you're not producing in one area does not mean we cannot produce in other areas. Your husband's not here yet. Keep producing. Be fruitful. Your children not here yet. Keep advancing the kingdom. No boyfriend yet. No ring on the finger yet. Divorce, betrayed, rejected, neglected. This kingdom will keep on advancing with or without you. You might as well hop into the kingdom of God and say, Lord, until you are ready for me, I'm going to be found working, looking into the eyes of Jesus, staying in my purpose, fulfilling kingdom assignment. And single ladies, you get into the kingdom of God. If you're going to travel, you might as well travel first class. Just want to say that. Listen, you, you can't be broke and single. It don't make sense. Shoot, that was pushback right there. No, no, I'm speaking to the guys as well. How can you be single and broke? It makes no sense. Because here's the question. What are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your time? Who are you waiting for? Because you got somebody like a Ruth who's lost her husband and comes from a different country, but she's found in the field on purpose. She's there fulfilling her assignment because Boaz will meet you in the field. I mean, what about your gift? If you Can we put up this thing with Proverbs 31 quickly? I just want to read some stuff so that you can just catch the whole thing. I think it's Proverbs 31. I think it's from verse 8 or verse 7. Just check for me quickly. Because here's my mind. I don't have babies yet, but my mind is stayed upon you, Lord. I don't have a husband yet, but I can see, God, what you have for me in my future. No, Proverbs 31, verse 8. You're going to have to go to verse 9. Praise the Lord. And then verse 10. <laughs> You're going to have, ah, oh, there we go. Thank you, Jesus. Who can find a virtuous wife? For her worth is far above rubies. Why? She's captured all seven. She's, she's, she's so precious. She's gone beyond just trying to make money. She's valuable in my home. I pray for every man that you will receive that in Jesus' name. In your home. At least you know what to pray for. The heart of a husband safely trusts her. That means she's going to make some decisions. And I'll turn around and say, that's a good decision. When she says we're going to walk by faith and get things done, I, I know that she has a relationship with the Lord. So when she produces faith, I know that we're going to be okay. So I'm not running, running with my, her bag, trying to run after her. She's looking right and I'm looking left and we're fighting this devil because we are in this thing. And if she says, we, honey, this is what I suggest. I say, I'm with you, baby. We cause my heart safely trust her. We're coming and we, we, we're busy building on the campus and things are moving on the campus and decisions are being made every single day. And I'm sitting with the men at the gate. We're making decisions about what to do and which way to go. 
My wife is walking all around the campus and she's praying. She comes back, she says, but why are we only building this small guardhouse? Can we just finish it off now, please? My heart safely trusts her. We made the decision. The guardhouse is complete. We came back with little small thinking and small little pillars. And you know, just going to fall over. I'm kidding. It was just a little. And she comes past. She says, but is this not an embassy? This thing don't look anything like an embassy. I mean, what are we building in this place? My heart safely trusts her because when she walks around the place, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to her and said, don't go in that direction. Watch out for that person. Go in this direction. I've had days when we never had this level of relationship. And we're having the home cell and I'm just trying to preach the word and trying to help people and the home cell is growing and then it goes into a church and the girls walk through there and as she walks through there and she's somebody new, uh, my wife at the end of the service comes and she says, honey, watch out for this girl. I said, you're just jealous, man. I mean, I'm just trying to help the people. There's no issues. You know, I'm a man of God. Every single time she spoke, those women had nefarious agendas. Walks into that church eventually one day because now she's comfortable. Lo and behold. Some of you men are missing out on life because you don't trust your woman's voice. Some of you women are missing out because you don't have a relationship with the Holy Ghost to tell you what to say and how to do it. Because it's not, it's not what you say, it's how you say it also. Come on, Abigail, where are you? When David's about to take this king out, Abigail says, he's, my husband is a foolish man. I'm speaking to a woman this morning that needs to understand that you are led by the Spirit of God, that not everything goes in your house, but there is a way to pacify him and to settle him down. I mean, he's so mad. Just get him a, a man united top. You know, just put it on him. It will help him. Amen. Ah, I had to go down that route, eh? Jesus. Jesus will help us. Number, what are we on? Four. Number four is lips. When you put on that lipstick, you've gone from your hair to your, your head to your eyes. Now it's time for your lips. Proverbs 18 verse 20. No, no, let, let me stick with this. Sorry, I'm jumping around. The heart of a husband safely trusts us so you will have no lack of gain. May you always be for profit for your husband. Next verse. She does him good and not evil. May that be your prayer this morning. That I will never do my husband any kind of evil. No, he might not be doing right and it might not be right before, he, before the Lord. But the Lord's watching what's going on in your life. May you do your husband good all the days of your life. Every woman in this place, say amen. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. Verse 13. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. No idleness in that house. Can't be. She's like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She's involved in exports and imports. She gets involved in business. What a mind. 
she also rises while it's yet night. Ah, I'm going to lay here in bed, fall asleep. The children took an Uber to go to Sunday school. Yes, sleep noch. And provides food for our household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. And from her profits, she goes to Edgar's and to clear water. No, she plants a vineyard. She doesn't waste the husband's profits. She walks in victory. Come on, when I put money inside of you, you've got to give me back a return. If I put sperm on the inside of you, you've got to give me a baby. If I give you groceries, I'm looking for a meal. If I give you a house, turn it into a home. She considers a field and buys it and from her profits. I couldn't wait for this check to come in. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going with the girls. No. You're not a Proverbs 31 woman. You're a Proverbs 34, 35, 36, but it's not 31. She girds herself with strength and she strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her, and her lamp does not go out at night. She's awake. I mean, you, you know, the last season with my challenge physically, my, my, my wife went to the doctor on, 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 on Friday and he says, so how, is, how is he doing? You know, I mean, I know when he sleeps and so on, does he snore? She says, uh, no. Because I know. There's nights I have to go and put my hand and just feel if he's still okay. Her lamb does not go out at night. Her daughter will send her a message. Honey, where are you in house? Are you home? Her lamb does not go out at night. Tasman can go be, ho- be home 12 o'clock. She's in her own place. But she can be home 12 o'clock. She's got to let the mother know that she's home. And there I am. But her lamb doesn't go out at night. She's always on the lookout for things. And she will let you know that meeting that thing is happening. Even if I get up at 6 o'clock, that alarm goes off every Sunday morning at 5 o'clock. She'll move from there. She'll go and pray for you. Pray for me. Pray for the service. Now, thank the Lord for a Proverbs 31 woman. Come on, do better than that, man. Come on, do better than that. There's no laziness. No laziness. When the job must be done, whether it be a conference or going, whatever, there's no laziness around this woman. Nothing. She's a Proverbs 31 woman. She makes no excuses. She's excellent in her work. There is not one meal in my home, let me say this to you, that doesn't get served with balsamic vinegar as a, the design on my plate, with, with the way I want it, and if the toast is gone, and, and, and maybe she, she broke one egg. She'll go and she'll change it. And if there isn't, she'll come back and she says, Honey, this egg I broke. I'm sorry, is that okay? I eat better in my house than I do in a restaurant. Oh, you don't want to hear that? I mean, you come and you, you, you're serving your husband. Dead. I was like, keep it. Keep it. I go buy, I go sit in a restaurant and buy my own stuff. Thank you very much. 
This is a woman's conference. Not one day would my wife serve me. Just take whatever. People saying, but why are you talking like that? Let me help you, ladies. My wife treats me that way with such utmost respect. She's got my whole checkbook. She's got all my codes. She'll draw whatever she wants. She'll spend whatever she wants. Because my heart safely trusts her. She'll wake me up. Last minute, honey, you need to get going. This thing, and and and. Stays in my half asleep. Got to move. Got to get my computer. Got to get to where I need to get to. She opens up. She starts up the car. Maybe days that I have to get in there. Just try to get where I need to get to. Now, the women that are celebrating Women's Month with the wrong motive will have a real issue with what's happening here. But you're not paying attention to my response to her. That if she says, I need to go to the Eiffel Tower, I'm going to take her. No, 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 no. Not in Paris. In Paris. My heart safely trusts her. I'm telling you about a relationship that is real in my home. I'm not trying to make this thing up. It's the way it works in my home. That's why I can't stomach anybody around me that gives me just... I mean, who are you serving? And what's your husband going to eat? Where's your excellence? Where's your fruitfulness? Verse 20 quickly. Next verse. She extends a hand to the poor. That's the character of God. She's, she's considerate when it comes to poor and people are going through whatever. She's not haughty. She's like, how can I pray for you? What can we do for you? There's many days when it was like, here's the app. And you can only order how many items from, from pick and pay your checkers to deliver. Fills up that whole list. Make sure that there's enough of everything on this and say, make sure that this is delivered to that house because they need it. She considers the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. When last did you give somebody even a slice of bread, man? Don't you ever marry that kind of woman. All she wants is about just for me and for me. You pay your whole life. You pay my way insurance with that one. <laughs> She's not afraid of snow for her household. Why? For her household is clothed with scarlet. That means she saw some stuff and she prepared some stuff and she's working with her hands to make sure that the family is going to be taken care of. She's not afraid of the future. She makes tapestry for herself. She can dress up. She can dress down. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Class. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits amongst the elders of the land. A husband, she's considered that that man is important in my life. And he's got to be getting to the purpose for why he was born. She makes linen garments and sells them. She can trade. And supplies sashes for other merchants. 
strengthen on our clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. That means I don't go into my tomorrow broke. She's going to get that tomorrow and say, I waited for this moment. Everything's going to be all right. I provided for this. My children are okay. My husband's okay. My maid servants are okay. And all my spiritual children will be okay. Oh, here she goes. We're going into the lips. She opens her mouth with wisdom. May that be your portion, every woman in this place. May you always give your husband wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well. May that be your testimony. May that be your story. That while everybody else is doing well, you're going to excel them all. Because you've got seven places of where your life is fruitful on every level of your life. And you're going to experience the glory of God wherever you go. You're not going to just want to have a wedding day and a baby. A fruitful mind. Eyes that can see. Lips that will only speak the life of God. You're going to excel above everybody else. Because when they're calling for wisdom, it's going to be upon your lips in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Come on, more, many daughters have done well, but you're going to excel them all. Come on, verse 30. Uh, verse 30. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. Now watch now. The woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Because what has she gone from? Here's the final one. Give her the fruit of what? Here. Eyes, lips that speak life only. Then you go to the hands as you put on the lotion and all your other creams. Say, Father, whatever I put my hands to, let it prosper. Products I must produce. My lips will always speak life. Let her own works praise her in the gates. Six lips, hands, the fruit of her hands, and finally, feet. She knows who she is, and she's walking with the Lord, she's walking in dominion, she's walking. By faith and not by sight. Let me give you one of the many stories in my home. Dr. Miles Monroe, we hosted him. We lost the building. Then we had this traveling church thing going on. Building over here, place over there. And then we started looking for another school hall. and Place to have services. And we're having services in a, in a garden. And the church is a mess. And I'm like, God... This in working, I need a building, we need a place to go to. And I am like in such a mess, just spiritually. And I don't have a place that Sunday to let the church know where we're going to be. We've just tried gardens and we've done, every week was something different. And so, this is what I did. It's Friday afternoon. 
And I go into my room and I ask the Lord, do you still want this church? Because if the time of this church is done and we're not supposed to be having church anymore, I'm okay. But here's what I'm going to do, Lord. I'm going to go to sleep. My mind was so missed, so tired. Got into bed Friday, 2 o'clock, somewhere around there. My wife gets into the car and she begins to pray. She drives. She comes to Maragon. And she says, we need to have church services here. The guy says, no, 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 you can't. You know, um, it's, school's over. Uh, the principal's gone, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we'll see you on Monday. She says, no, no, no. We need a place for Sunday morning. I'm home. I'm under the, I'm sleeping. No, no, you can't. She says, listen to me. I'm not coming back next week. I need an answer right now. Eventually, the doors open and they go to a place and the guy comes in and he says, um, okay, just, just speak to this guy over here. What was his name? Joseph. We had a relationship with him for many years. And he'll take care of everything that you need for Sunday. Sunday morning, the church moved into Maragon. We stayed there for two years. Because a woman that understands her authority is not going to take no when you come to the gates and say, my children can't come through this door. She's going to go and kick the door down and say, my children belong here. The church will be held here. She's not going to take no for an answer. It's called dominion. When your children are going off track, that woman stands with her authority. She walks in her authority. And she said, I'm telling you, devil, not here, not now, not this child. I am commanding the blessing of the Lord upon this child. You will fulfill your destiny in the earth. Because I didn't give birth to rubbish. I've given birth to the destiny and the purposes of God. You will not have your own will and your own way. Come on. We are the mothers in this place that understands the power of praying and standing. And She's walking in authority. She's maturing with God. Please hear me to every single woman, even some people that are married. What's worse than being? Oh, get over that. Loneliness is not the absence of affection, but the absence of direction. Mike Murdoch says that. Number seven, and the final one, is the fruit of the Spirit. That her relationship with the Lord. Gentleness, kindness, love, peace, joy, long-suffering. There's not fruits. It's one fruit. The Bible says it's the fruit of the Spirit. She walks like that every day. Why? She has a relationship with the Lord. She spends time in His presence. She opens up her Bible. She says, this is what the Lord says. My wife studies so much. Spends time in the Word. Hears the voice of the Holy Spirit. And her life gives off the fruit of the Spirit. Everybody's drawn to the sunshine. Where does it come from? From the sun, S-O-N, that shines with her. Amen. 
This is a woman who fears the Lord. When we are commanded to be fruitful, each part of us must produce. Every part. And if one part is not working 100% yet, your husband's not there, the children aren't there, you should be fruitful. You should be excellent. And I'm not going to stop until you become. I, I don't, don't, don't come around me and think that you can give just less than who you are. Because the demand of heaven and the command of heaven is be fruitful. Be fruitful. Your womb, your mind, your eyes, your lips, your hands, your feet, and your spirit. All seven of them. Please hear me now today. You will not be judged by the number of babies you produced. You'll be judged by the fruit you produced. John chapter 15 verse 8, I think it is. Move with me guys. John chapter 15 verse 16, please. You did not choose me. But I chose you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask in my name, in the, the Father in my name, he may give you. That means that my life from today, I am commanding fruitfulness from your life. Not because of anything else than that the fact that it's in you to produce. Kingdom ideas. We will preach about Sarah who took 25 years to produce something by the Spirit. The son that God had promised called Isaac. I'm not talking about the stuff your flesh produced. The Ishmaels. Because Ishmaels are easy to make. They're hard to get rid of and they stink up the place. Your flesh produces stuff. When you come into the Spirit of God and you're wait, waiting on God and you're pressing into the things of God, even if it's 25 years, Sarah's going to get that baby. And if you stay in the field, Ruth, eventually Boaz will meet you in the field. And if you're the Shunammite woman that's got no baby and you continue to serve and, and make room for the house of God, make room for the purposes of God, God's going to come and say to you, what can I do for you? That baby is coming. And even when the baby died, she put that baby on the bed and she knew there was a prophetic promise over that baby and said, this fruit will not die. This fruit will remain because I am in the kingdom of God and God, what God has blessed, no man can curse. If that business is birthed by the Spirit of God, no one can take you out. If they put you up there, they can bring you down. But when God elevates you, come on, promotion, does not come from the east or from the west it comes from the lord someone's going to hear the word of the lord this morning too many things birthed by your own strength and own ability how would i know that it's god we'll get into that please everybody stand to your feet because when husband hear me now the wife is in that woman that you're laying next to. That wife. Because when you find this woman, her worth is far more above rubies. 
to every man in this place she's there but you have to go and you've got to go and dig my brother it's in her you need to pray here's your prayer Psalm 128 verse 1 here's your prayer blessed is everyone who fears the Lord who walks in his ways this is for every man in this place lift your hands when you eat the labor of your hands you shall be happy and it shall be well with you your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house your children like olive plants all around your table behold thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord now imagine you've got a man who fears the Lord and a woman who fears the Lord that's what a godly family looks like now thank the Lord for that this morning clap your hands and give him the praise and give him the glory hallelujah glory be to Jesus every seed of Abraham is a world changer what's inside of you has the potential to shift your world there's potential inside of you that when you allow God and the command in the season it will change your children it will change your home it will change your destiny your children will rise up and call you blessed thus shall be the woman who fears the Lord thus shall be the man be blessed who fears the Lord because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom lift your hands this morning because I am calling forth the potential the command from heaven was to be fruitful father now in the name of Jesus I pray for everybody under the sound of my voice I pray for every woman that doesn't know who she is. Every young girl that doesn't know her potential. I come against every work of wickedness. Every assignment of the enemy sent to distract them, to destroy them, to move them outside of your will. We rebuke that wind, the lies of the enemy, the barrenness in this house. And we call forth fruitfulness from everyone under the sound of my voice father we thank you that it is not money we are chasing your kingdom is our priority fulfilling our assignment it is our pleasure we're standing in this place father agreeing with your word knowing father that we are born for such a time as this our lips will forever praise you our feet will always be standing at the gates my God of where you've assigned us our hands God whatever we put our hands to it will prosper in the name of Jesus our minds will produce children my God birthed by the spirit of God oh father we thank you today that whatever we're thinking on it is true it is noble it is just it is pure it is of a good report our eyes will behold your beauty father the vision that you have for every woman under the sound of my voice I just want you to pray a little bit in the spirit if you can just begin to pray right now pray right now break from that spirit that lie the barrenness is breaking in this place 
hallelujah we're calling for the greatness in every boy in every girl in every man in every woman this woman's month come on i need to hear you pray just break this atmosphere just break the lies of the enemy come on come on break the lies of the enemy come on in the mighty name of jesus Come on, woman, you need to pray in the Holy Ghost. You need to stand in your God-given right and authority and say, we will rise up and become what God has called us to be. We will rise up in the season. Oh, hallelujah. Rachel, where are you? Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. You chose us, my God, that we can be fruitful in this earth, oh God. You were born for a time such as this. I call for the blessing, the greatness on the inside of every woman in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, every home is blessed. Every household is blessed. Your children will rise and call you blessed. Your husband will be known in the gates in the name of Jesus. The power of the kingdom will be upon you in the name of Jesus. My God and my Savior. Please hear me now. Next week we'll teach on religious soil. Jesus cursed a fig tree. Because that's religion. It's a form of godliness, no power. What is religion? Dr. Bridges was saying. Anytime you lose the presence of God, you fall into religion. I got to pretend. I got to pretend. Dim these lights. I got to pretend that my life is okay. Oh, I got to post that stuff on social media, but you know when you go to bed at night. You know the kind of fight you were in. You know that you are far from God. You're afraid to even say a prayer to the Lord because you're condemned, you feel fearful, and yet your whole purpose and your reason for your existence is to be fruitful. But you need to abide in the vine for you to produce fruit. Abide in me and let my word abide in you. You can ask whatever you want. That's an open checkbook. Number one is your relationship with the Lord. Woman, how are you going to advise your husband? How are you going to know which way to go with your children? You're not praying in the Holy Ghost. Don't have a relationship with the Lord. There's some things my wife would just not say to me, but she'll say to the Lord. Because God is big enough to take care of every need in every home. Come on, somebody. You don't have to be fearful and anxious. Because when the Lord has got you, your lips are not for gossiping. That the words that you give are only for blessing. Your lips sealed. Not for destruction. See a little how a great fire, a little kindle causes. Just a little fire. So is that tongue. A little member in your body. But it creates a lot of problems in your home. For family and for people because of gossip. This woman has got fruitful lips. Every head bowed and eye closed. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or once you did and you're so far from Him, 
and your life is not fruitful you know it your life is far from being fruitful you're not seeing any of God's goodness and his grace this is your moment this is your time to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior if that's you this morning with every head bowed and eye closed this is personal between you and the Lord won't you lift your hands and say pastor pray for me I want to pray for you this morning and I want you to lift your hand and just make this confession before the Lord pray this together everybody online pray this with me say Lord Jesus I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a Savior I believe you died on the cross for a sinner like me today I receive you as my Lord and as my Savior my desire is to have a fruitful life the command you gave at the beginning I want to see it manifest in me lift, my, lift your hands high now and say Lord here I am come on everybody lift your hands and tell the Lord that you are available that he can work inside of you and uproot every tree that's not of him that your life becomes fruitful not just financially your relationship with the Lord your lips your feet the purposes in the kingdom of heaven all over your life this is your moment before you and the Lord we're gonna have communion with this moment I want you just to make right with the Lord between you and the Lord just a real sense you can be fruitful in every area of your life and if one's not working yet you can be fruitful on many levels and become what God has called you to be Boaz will meet you in the field girl don't wait for the man don't, don't put your life on hold because there's no man how can you do that how can you put your life on hold because there's no babies yet how can you do that your whole life must bring God glory your whole life to be fruitful I'm calling forth fruitfulness because when that woman understands about fruitfulness her next steps watch her she's going to enter into a place of dominion you watch her God's going to use her to have millions and billions in fact we found that yesterday is that God didn't make you a billionaire he made you a, a dominionaire I mean what's a million going to do for you millionaire what even billion, you know, you were made to have dominion. And how do I get there? By being fruitful. This is the last day that barrenness, brokenness, emptiness, dryness will be in your life. I speak to everybody online. Break bread together with us today and receive the blessing of the Lord because God blessed them and said be fruitful the blessing is an empowerment to prosper it's on you this is the blessedness of being a part of being in Christ that your life becomes fruitful for the kingdom of God receive healing wholeness hmm This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then you have his blood. 
the blood of Jesus. His life became so fruitful that anybody who partakes of his life gets life themselves. Receive his forgiveness. But from today, you're making a vow before the Lord to become fruitful in every area of your life. Receive. Thank you, Father God, this morning. I pray for every woman this morning, every family this morning. I thank you this morning, Father God, that even as we partook of the communion this morning, it is our blood-bought right, Father, as women to walk and to live and to be fruitful in every area of our lives in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you today, Father God, that I make a decree that women are getting a revelation of their fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. They're coming into the light, Father God. They're beginning to see their minds, Father God, are stayed upon you. I decree that they have the mind of Christ. They are able to think creatively, Father God. They're able to get out of every situation that they find themselves in, in the name of Jesus. I Ideas are flowing from the throne room of heaven. They are able to comprehend kingdom assignments and downloads and the agenda of the kingdom now is becoming a reality in their lives in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that she will have a revelation, Father God, of the words that she speaks, that when she prays by God, things will change in her environment by God, her family, Father God, her life in the name of Jesus. I thank you that her eyes are stayed upon you, my God. God, that she's beholding the things of the Lord, that she's beholding Father God, that the word of God is a standard for living in the name of Jesus. I decree and declare today, Father God, that the Proverbs 31 woman is arising in this nation, my God. Oh yes, Lord, over this church, she is a problem solver. I thank you today and I make a decree that the work of her hands will praise her in the gates in Jesus mighty name I thank you today Father God that you are fruitful woman of God in Jesus mighty name now manifest the glory of God wherever you go in Jesus mighty name amen and amen, amen. hallelujah for a minute let us receive the offering please be seated we all say amen to that because the question's got to be, how do I start? Where do I become, start becoming fruitful in my life? Please write this down. I thought it is the most profound statement. Hmm. When God gives you a job and you receive a salary, it is not your harvest. Watch this woman working as a Proverbs 31 woman. She's not waiting for the salary every month. She's busy. She's busy putting things together. She's importing. She's exporting. She's, she's involved in tapestry. She's involved in clothing. She's, she's considering a field. She's buying it. That's not a job. When God gives you a job, your job, your salary is simply seed for your future your seed that God gives you from your salary that you give a portion to the church to the kingdom 
into kingdom projects that is not your harvest that's only your seed and when you take off that and you sow it into the kingdom of God now God begins to work with you to bring you into the field that he has for you because God does nothing outside of love you must stay in love God does nothing outside of faith and God does nothing without a seed so the reason why God brought me into my assignment and brought me into what he's called us to do is because we started tithing sowing getting involved in kingdom projects when we were on salary so if all your business that comes in you just spend it back on your business and you don't have a portion set aside you are like the rest of Africa the, the problem in Africa is not that we don't have resources the problem in Africa is that we eat our seed that's why there's no harvest when you come into the kingdom of God you must at the end of the month have something to set aside for God and for his kingdom get involved in kingdom projects say God I'll use a thousand two thousand ten twenty hundred thousand whatever you're asking and we use that as kingdom projects it's to your account it's to yours. God then God owes nobody anything I'm telling you he's no man's debtor God looks at the seed you sow and it this kingdom will make sure that you come into what God has got for you when you've learned to take from your seed and plant it in the kingdom of God and say I can't eat my seed that's the reason why there's a part of an apple the portion you enjoy is nourishing for your body the part you shouldn't eat is for your future if you eat the seed flushes out to the waste she secured a future she knew how to handle the future she takes care of the poor she takes care of kingdom business may that be your portion do not eat your seed because you're eating your future same thing don't eat the 500 billion because now our children's children and children's children are going to pay for that 500 billion in 70 years time Africa please sow your seed I'm trying to help somebody come into what God has got for them and their future Father bless your people in their giving the card machines are there thank you for your sacrifices Father multiply the seed being blessed that has been given in this house in Jesus name Amen Let us become more aware of your Your feet receive the blessing of the Lord. Lift your hands and receive. The Lord bless you and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you, give you his peace. You are blessed in the city and in the field, blessed going out and coming in. You are preserved and you are protective, and you are productive. 
Whatever you put your hands to this week, it will prosper. The kingdom of God will manifest all around you. People will be blessed because you are in the city and wherever you go, your family and your home is covered under the blood of Jesus. Now no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue risen against you and your family in judgment. We condemn those tongues. And from this day forward, you will be fruitful. Everybody shout, be fruitful. Now thank the Lord for fruitful hands. Put them together. Fruitful lips, fruitful feet. You are victorious and overcoming in every area of your life. God bless you. Let's go rejoicing this morning. Amen and amen.